0: What's going on, Trophy Kids? We got an awesome one here for you today. We're breaking down the first episode of Hard Knocks, a new emphasis on ruling in the NFL, and we are breaking down the NFC North. We finally made it to the NFC, my favorite conference. Let's go. And welcome to Trophy Kids, presented by Bad News Media. It is August 20th. As always, I am your host, Nate. We are back for the NFC Beast in the East podcast here. I've got Michael on the line here. We're gonna your, your team's coming up right in the order here. It's a division we both know very well, for you obvious reasons, as a Washington football team fan, and for me just living in the northern Virginia region, as well as just being familiar with football. We have the NFC East today.
1: NFC East. Uh, a lot of people are laughing at, it, laughing at it these days. I don't really blame them, but you know what? I still love it. It's still so competitive. And um, at the end of the day, we have the most Super Bowl victories. Let's go. <laughs> this is very true. It's been a little while, but... Well, not yes. a little while. The Giants
0: won once, yeah. somewhat recently. Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, yeah, Eagles and the Patriots. Um, I'll say this. They get shit. It's arguably probably the worst division top to bottom. There's no real, like, depth-depth. But there's a hell of a lot of talent in this division. When you look at the rosters, you look at these teams, it is impressive the accumulation of individual talent. And there's a couple teams, as we'll talk about here, that are they're just a couple moves away from being extremely good football teams, in my opinion. So... It should be interesting. Um, Before we get started, just quick notes around the league. We got the news, Carl Lawson, who has arguably the worst injury luck I think I've ever seen outside. I don't know if I'm trying to think. Well, that's not true. Derrick Rose probably has the worst injury luck I've ever seen. But Carl Lawson goes down with a torn Achilles. This is like the third time he's been injured, but every year he comes back. Jets fans just can't catch a break. But this is, once again, why we don't enter wagers until after the preseason. But it does suck because just fans. once again, the one, one of the new ads to your team that you're looking forward to goes down right away.
1: That's always a dagger. You're always holding your breath, like especially during training camp. You don't want to like get on Twitter and just see just a major piece to your team goes down. It's the worst. You don't even get to see them play once in the season. It's terrible.
0: It's even worse when you have like a bad team and there's very few things you have yeah. to look forward to. And then you're like, oh, God. Damn. The, like, one of the few players I was actually looking to enjoy this season is now down and out. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um and other news, Hard Knocks was last night uh, well, the Hard Knocks will work itself in into our Cowboys breakdown, I feel like but one thing that I, I, I at every point the last couple of years about week 2, week 3, I realize I feel like Hard Knocks, I love it when it starts but I'm also like I feel like the quality is going down dramatically like, past Hard Knocks I don't know if you feel this way, we're way better like, the Rex Ryan Jets is the favorite, like that stands out in my That's mind, past cool. Cowboys past Bengals ones, like there's all these classicals. ones. Hell, even the Chiefs with like Kyler Broyle or whatever the hell his name was, who was competing for the quarterback spot at the time. That oh, one was better. One. Yeah, like they were just so much more interesting. The Baltimore Ravens the first year. Like, it just feels like, I don't know what it is, but there's something there's something off with hard knocks recently.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's just getting kind of, you know, repetitive, uh, one thing. Also, um, Mike McCarthy kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, he's not Rex Ryan. Yeah. Um, uh who's I'm spacing on who was the chiefs co- uh, herm edwards herm yeah. edwards was awesome so like that's part of why i think it is but also they don't seem to dive as deep into like some of the no-name players like they're doing it a little bit the guy from ivory coast they've done a little ben Denucci. but they're just not I don't know. I just don't feel like they're diving into those those no name players that you kind of would root for.
0: That is true. They the last couple of years, what they've done is they they usually target in on one guy that they sort of know is going to get cut and just make our hearts bleed for him, and then the dude gets cut and we feel shitty. And that's like the one person they really like latch onto. There's no like, I mean, he got cut in this season, but like you knew at the time. Uh, Danny Woodhead like was gonna be a hell of a player and ended up making the practice yeah. squad, but like so they've done that years to years, but like yeah, it does feel less I don't know very less personable, and uh, we're not getting any dak this one, which to me is the biggest tell that that shoulder's a little bit more fucked up than they want to let on. To he did end up start throwing at the end of it, but that was another little telltale sign. <laughs> Yes, for sure. We also got camp fight in that one and camp fights all around the league. I don't know what psycho decided he wanted to fight Aaron Donald, but if there was one person in the league I'm not fighting, it's probably Aaron Donald. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> yeah,
1: top three. Easily. That man's a bear.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I saw him gristle? on the I saw him get into his scrap. I was like, what in God's name is this idiot mm. offensive lineman doing? This man will
1: murder you. Yeah crazy
0: um and antonio brown today was waving at flies as he laid a nice right cross against the cornerbacks uh i need the video of it i've seen the pictures but antonio brown of course when i saw there was a bucks fight antonio brown was on the short list of the guy who got into it before i knew it was him
1: yeah i i definitely figured it was him and yeah you could see in the picture he landed a good shot um i don't know that's probably not, not not good but i i don't think he probably won't get in any sort of serious trouble. I don't think I'll miss any games or anything for that.
0: Bruce doesn't give a fuck, too. He's out here just like, no, he's waving at flies. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. There's a part of me that thinks these, like, joint practices, the only real purpose is for players to let off steam that they can't do in games. Like, there's just way more talking, shit talking. There's always fights with these joint-in practices. It's just guys getting out the steam that they can't get out during the regular season because the NFL is restrictive. I think that's half the reason they do it at this point because that seems to be all the news that ever comes out of these joint practices.
1: Always out of that, and then I always feel like in hard knocks. Whenever there's a joint practice, there's always a fight. Like they, like yep. they're encouraged <laughs> to. It's just they're like it's like HBO is like, all right, guys, come on, do it.
0: Yep, it's your con- co- contractual obligation at this point. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, all right, enough of the chit chat. Let's get into the NFC East. It is your division. Where would you like to start on this one? Let's let's go up to Philadelphia. Oh, with those Eagles. <laughs> city of brotherly love. Not a lot of love for this team. Um, whole new coaching staff, top to bottom. Last year went four and 12. The win total sits I get it at six and a half right now. It has been bet down by big money. It was at seven and a half, I believe, to open uh, the betting markets, and it has been bet down by kind of sharp money, big money. Probably a sign that most people, well, I know it's a sign that most people do not believe in their quarterback situation. How the front office is a little bit shaky on there. Where do we stand on this team? Because they are—they're in an interesting pot. It's hard to judge this team based off last year, but we're going to do our best here.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year that team—the team really, really crumbled, um, especially towards the end. There, uh, just the whole quarterback situation. Um, I, I don't love the quarterback situation currently. I, I don't think really anything improved. Overall, in the offseason, especially you know bringing Nick Siriani in to, to have that uh, that first interview that was embarrassing, talking about the processes, how they're going to be simple processes, but difficult processes for other teams to understand. Um, oh, so that was a fucking press conference. <laughs> I tell you what, right now in the NFL, not to go too off topic right now, but we have some, we've we got some of the, the worst head coaches going on right now in this league. I'm telling you, they're terrible. And this division in general, horrible. Ron Rivera walks on water in, in, compared to this division of head coaches. Very much so. <laughs> Yeah, But yeah, I, I, I'm not huge on Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts a lot as a human. I loved him in college. I think he's an awesome person. I don't, you know, his situation at wide receiver right now is it's very unproven yes. extremely unproven i like some of the talent Devonte smith obviously we'll see if jalen rager can you know kind of rebound off a really poor uh rookie season nice tight ends you know they do have proven tight ends they have you know, proven running backs there um the line's pretty good the line definitely suffered some serious injury issues last year yeah. um so that that is that's a little concerning when you got all those big fellas coming back. A lot of them missed the entire season, um, so I think that's a little bit concerning. I love their defensive line. I, I've loved the Eagles' defensive line for years. Fletcher Cox is a beast. Brandon Graham's awesome. Derek Burnett's a stud. They brought in Ryan Kerrigan. It's gonna be sad seeing him on Philly, but I, I do, I do kind of like that that front seven. They have overpaid Darius Slay in the back in the back end there. Um, yep, it's it's an okay team. I. I not, not a very good team in my opinion. This is probably the the, the fourth in the NFC East. Um, I just the whole the quarterback situation is just, and there are those Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson rumors, um, yep. which would really change the outlook of this team. However, I doubt he's going to you know play seventeen games this year. Um, just, just not a team I'm overly worried about. I believe Washington gets them two out of our last three, um, which I, I do like that a lot. I am hoping that by the time we get there in our in our schedule, they're having you know that that Eagles crumble again where they just don't really care. So that would be great for my team. Yep. Um, yeah. No, this this is this is the fourth place team in this division. Not not very good. This is a tough team, mostly because
0: I I, I like their defense. I'm very high in their defense. Yeah. It's the offense that is concerning is it's it's tough to grade them because you can't get much worse than what they were last year, but they also had the worst injury luck. They had the most... They were the team with the worst injuries on their offensive line and wide receivers collectively um, in the entire NFL. Like that offensive line and that receiving core together, what was slated to be the starters of the beginning season, never played together. Um, I mean, you had, like, that was the focal point last year. Mid-June, Brandon uh, Brooks goes down with an Achilles. Right-tackle Lane Johnson had ankle surgery in August. He played a couple games, but it was bugged by him by week 11. He was out for another injury. Diller tore his bicep in, um, in August two weeks into the season they lose their left guard they sign jason peters who gets banged up over the course of the season and never really plays anything meaningful time you got zach Ertz on the ir bunch the wide receiving core was constantly rotating so there's just so many injuries it's hard to really and you have an entirely new coaching staff i don't like putting my money on big question mark teams and the question marks on offense are just ginormous i mean if we try to like even see what that was, and this was a different quarterback, so it's hard. But in 2020, the offense was 24th in red zone offense, 29th on third down conversions, 28th in third down yards to go, 30th in early down efficiency. You compare that to 2019; they were much better, but that's a different quarterback. That isn't Jalen Hurts. It's um, Wentz. You were eighth in red zone offense, second and third down, fourth in uh, third down conversions um 12th and early down efficiency in the first half so like it was there's an argument to be made that injuries played a ginormous role in kind of the the success of that team last year oh, yeah. but also it's not great when you hear the reports coming out of camp that the offense is getting slugfest by this defense when the back end is not very good i mean you mentioned it was slay overpaid they were kind of the weak point of that defense um you know, Jalen Hurts seems to be confused on a lot of the schemes going in. I like him as a guy, but there's just there's a lot of reports out there. You saw the number we get bet down that make it hard to put money on this team. Now, if Deshaun Watson comes on board, that's a huge add. They're probably winning more games. It's tough for me to say go under right now, but it's also tough for me to, I don't think, go over at this number. I think you just lay off it completely. Um, but this is a tough team. It's It's not great defensively, though. I think this team is going to be very good defensively. I have I have high
1: hope for this defense. Yeah, I mean they, they definitely have talent on along the roster. And I do want to make one correction. I said uh, we play them two out of the last three weeks. We actually play them two out of the last four weeks. Yep. Um, and they and they have some they have some cupcakes on their uh, their schedule. I mean their schedule is not overly difficult. I mean they do have some very tough games, of course. Yeah. But I mean they get like the Jets. You know. I mean they get the they get Lions. The, they get the Lions. I mean, so they 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 get some easy games in there, but. It's just, I think it's going to be tough for this team. But like you said, I think the defense, especially that front seven, the defensive line is is very good. Dude, it's
0: ins- yeah, the defense. That's that's the kind of the point I'm, I'm going to partly harp on the most is that defense. Cannon was a great hire. Defensive backs coach out of the Colts. He was a great scheme guy. He was credited with creating all those schemes that kind of gave Patrick Mahomes some issues and were really good. Um, I think, you know, he's a DB's coach. He will hopefully shore up that secondary, which did add Anthony Harris, who two years ago was graded out as the best safety in football. Um, now, he did regress last season, but, you know, if you get him back to his two, somewhat close to his 2019 return, that's really good. You get Steven Nelson on only $3 million a year. He was the seventh best coverage corner. Two years ago in 2019, with at least 300 snaps, so there there's a lot of talent. You get Kerrigan, as you talked about, great deal. I mean, I think it was two and a half million. Like he's not going to be an every down guy, but to have him in the rotation as a pressure guy, think like Chris Long when they won the Super Bowl, like bring in for passing downs to get pass rushing. That's an incredible sign that adds great depth to an already very good defensive line. We know what Cox can do. We know what the defense ends can do. The real question is what that secondary can do. And I think with that hire, I would you would think that that defense will be in the secondary will be better. I mean, you have a defensive backs coach as your defensive coordinator. He schemes up very well. I think this defense is going to surprise a lot of people this year. Which, you know, you can win football games with a very good defense and a shitty offense. So that oh, if no. you're an Eagles fan, that's kind of what you're hoping. And you hope Jalen Hurts isn't as bad as what the camp reports are coming out to. And Devontae Smith ends up being be- really, really fucking good, like he was in college. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah, You definitely have to hope for that.
0: Yeah. Um, so well, I think we're in On I, I don't like the number. I'm not going to bet it. Deshaun. Also, the other thing is how much do they give up to get Deshaun? That's a question there. But if they get Deshaun, that's a whole different franchise. I think if they get their quarterback situation figured out in the next couple of years, this is a good fucking football team. This is one of those teams where I'm like, there's a lot of talent on the roster. They just need to get a couple situations filled out. You know, they, they drafted uh, Lander Dickerson, too. That was the other note I had adding depth to the offensive line, getting the replacement for Kelsey when he eventually retires, who's been kind of the anchor of that entire offense um, as far as stability goes. So they're doing sort of the right things. It's just that one position is really really kind of throwing them off. And they need to develop the wide receiving core. <laughs> that's sort yes. of what I got for them. That's very important. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. I don't know if you had any other thoughts on them, but uh, I nah, think that covers it. them pretty good. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about the New York Giants. This is a team, I mean... They were, I didn't, they're an interesting team. Let's just start there. Their, their win yeah. totals at seven and a half. They're plus 450 to win the division. They went six and 10 last year. They were a good betting team. Against the spread, they were nine and seven. Away is where they really excelled six and two against the spread. They're three and five at home. Not great. Where are you on the New York Giants? Just overall thoughts.
1: I mean, overall, like when I first, you know, think about them, I kind of laugh just because of their head coach. Um <laughs> he's just just such a clown i mean just such a clown but like actually looking at the roster i don't hate the roster at all um i think it's a pretty talented roster i think their defense which last year was really good i think their defense this year will be really good again um same type of deal with the eagles um you know kind of what's daniel jones gonna be um he's he's i think he's he's a stud against Washington. He's like four and against Washington, but I think he only has six or seven like career wins. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so like, um, you know, so they have weapons that I really enjoy. I mean, Kenny, Kenny Galladay, very exciting. Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard. Um, they, so there is that talent. They have weapons, Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram's always kind of underperforming, but he still has talent. He can make plays. He can, you know, help a team. Their offensive line is horrific, terrible. Last year, it was terrible. This year, it appears to be terrible. They didn't really do much to change. It appears they're going to rely on uh, good old getting better based on NFL experience, I guess. I mean, they did have a relatively young line. Um, you know, Andrew Thomas keeps kind of kind of up and down. Um, but that's, that's super concerning, especially when you have a, a very turnover-prone quarterback in Daniel Jones. He fumbles the ball all the time. He throws picks all the times. Um, at this point, I, can't, I don't think you could say, you know, he's sneaky athletic Daniel Jones is athletic. We know that he yep. is he, he can suit. Um that's important, especially with this offense line because he's going to need to. Um, but that's a big issue. You can't, in my opinion, you can't really have success in this league with, with a poor offensive line with the way this league is a passing league, unless you have a stud quarterback. I remember like four or five years ago, the Packers had one of the worst offensive lines like ever, but it didn't really matter because Rodgers was running wild and just fucking flinging the ball. Um, but Daniel Jones can't do that. Um, I also, we've, we've heard say, Saqu- Barkley is not maybe fully back yet. That's what I've heard. I, I haven't, i read that a couple weeks ago, I could be wrong on that now. Um so we'll see how Barkley comes back. Um obviously he is very important to that offense. But the defense is very good. Um you know they have Leonard Williams, you know in the backfield they have James Bradbury, Jobe Preppers, uh Logan Ryan or Dory Jackson. Like this this defense is very good. I think the one thing though that they are kind of missing and I remember they were missing this last year is the pass rush isn't you know I don't really know who their their Main pass rusher is obviously Leonard Williams can do everything, but he can't be the main guy, so that's kind of the one thing that this defense is, mi- is missing would be that pass rush, which is super important, obviously. In the NFL, but overall, I actually think this team is maybe being slept on a little bit. Um, I know like everyone likes to laugh at them because of the coaching staff and the, what's going on in training camp, players retiring that is a cause for some concern, but I actually think you know, based on the roster, I think this team could compete in the NFC East. I really
0: do. In the NFC East, yeah, I, I agree. I think that when I was looking to this team, I always thought to me like they're in a lot of areas, they're average or slightly above average. Like the secondary is a, is above average, I would say. Like that's a, the mm-hmm. defense is very good. The offense is what makes this team kind of average, slightly below average when you when you factor in the two together. That offensive line is atrociously bad. Oh, they were thirty second so in win pass blocking rate, um, and they did nothing to address it. They did not a thing to address that offensive line. Um, the front office is kind of a disaster gentleman's an idiot in my opinion. Um <laughs> like he just like he had the chance to draft and Barkley's a hell of a running back, don't get me wrong, but you had the shot to get Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen in that draft. You got neither. How you you could have gotten I mean, Donald's not great, but like there were uh, you went with Barkley as the second overall pick. You're building your team around a running back. We know in today's day and age that's just not the way to win football games. I know Barkley's an insane talent. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm simply saying, if you don't have the quarterback position figured out, you don't really have a football team. It's just sort of the way it is, I think, in the NFL nowadays. Um yeah. And the teams they're going to have to play, I don't know if they looked at, the schedule is daunting for that offense line. You get the Broncos in week one, you get the football team in week two, then you get Atlanta, Saints, Cowboys, Rams, Panthers, Chiefs, Raiders, Bucks, Eagles, Dolphins, Chargers, and then you get Dallas again, Eagles again, Chicago, and the football team down your schedule. There's a lot of good defensive line play there. That offensive line is going to be a problem. And Daniel Jones, while yes, he is athletic, he is not very good. And they don't do him any real favors. <laughs> That's true. Like you're not wrong. He's just not. And and part of it is they just don't do a lot of favors. They're super predictable on offense. Jason Garrett and the Cowboys, you know, we're gonna get to them here in a minute. But he's a very vanilla coach. He's very predictable. I went and um, Warren Sapp does a phenomenal job of figuring this out. But when Deion Lewis was on the field, they passed 83% of the time. When they took out um, Darius Slayton, they ran the ball 76% of the time. They ran into more eight-man boxes than anybody else in the league, I believe, in the first three quarters. They were the third, I think, heaviest run team on early downs last year behind the Titans, who I don't know if you noticed, has one of the best running backs in the league. The Ravens, who have a running quarterback in a system built on the run, like their goddamn Navy, but in the NFL version, and in the Pats. So, like, this team, they're super run-heavy. They're very predictable on offense. They don't do Jalen Dones very much favors. He's clearly better and more comfortable in the shotgun position. They don't go to that a whole lot. Like, you can tell his performance increases because he, he has time to read the defense a little bit more. It's just a better situation. They don't really go to that. They don't do him any favors on offense. And also, like, is a, g- a very great player, don't get me wrong. Adore Jackson, good hire. But they seem to be loading up on the slot position. I don't know if you saw this with the roster, but they draft um, Tooney out of Florida. He's going to play in the slot. You've got John Ross. like John Ross can be outside, but like at his age, you're wondering what he's going to get. You have Sterling Shepard. Like, you've sort of lo- loaded that slot position, and you only really have Galladay. Ingram's great, but they don't yeah. really seem to use him a whole lot appropriately, I would say it's just weird how they're building this offense. Like it doesn't, it doesn't still a lot of confidence down the road on how they're building this offense to me. Yeah.
1: I, I know what you mean. The, 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 you are right about like those wide receivers. They are kind of, a lot of them are very similar. Um, and then Galladay. I mean, I am always worried about players coming off injuries, but you know, Galladay, he almost came off an injury and also just kind of quit on his team last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that that's a little concerning, especially when this team's, this seems to be a bit of a dysfunctional team. Um, but yeah, you know, is what it comes down to with the Giants and how I think they'll end up losing a lot of games is the fact that they can't protect Jones. And like you said, he's not very good to begin with. And he's super turnover prone. So, I mean, yep. that's just that's going to probably kill this team.
0: Exactly. Yep. And as far as the defense goes, you're right. Like Leonard Williams, they finally unlocked him. He was killer last year. Um, he was third all out of all defenders on hits on the quarterback, had 11 and a half sacks. Um, they shine. They get Danny Shelton. He's a good run stopper. So the defense is gonna be good. Like I think, I think the defense buys into Joe Judge, but it's hard to run. Like you have to buy in hard to Joe Judge's system, and it's hard to find NFL teams and players that buy into that. It really only works in New England. It's about the only place it worked, and it worked because you had Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Both guys bought in. Both guys driving that culture both exactly the kind of the same mindset in that frame and if you don't have those two things it's really like people have tried to replicate this all across the nfl and it just normally falls flat because if you don't have buy-in it's a disaster
1: yep 100 percent.
0: all righty we've arrived at the washington football team oh yeah this team i am i'm not gonna lie i'm high on this team this year um washington football team they are sorry i gotta flip over to the notes as far as what their season is. They are opening right now, uh, plus, I think they're at plus 160 to win the NFC East. Their win total, I'm seeing it about 8.5. I think you can get it at slightly better at different places. Um, I'm going to let you kind of just run the show on this first part. Where are you feeling on your Washington football team this year?
1: Well, I mean, Nate, you've known me for a long time. You know, generally I am realistic and pretty pessimistic pessimistic about my, uh, my football team. I, I generally am not very excited for the season. This is a little different. I think this is the most excited I have ever been for a Washington football season, ever. Uh, maybe maybe oh, wow. the year after RG3. Maybe. Yeah. The, after RG3, but that, I mean, that, went, that collapsed very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, this team, last year, uh, obviously the biggest issue was... Sorry, my dog is making a lot of noise. Um, <laughs> last year, um, the biggest issue for this team was definitely it was the offense I mean and the quarterback play. God bless Alex Smith what he did was incredible but his play on the field was not very good. I mean he just he didn't make the plays that needed to be done but the defense was fantastic. You know they went 7 and 9 made the playoffs kind of fluky but they they did well in the playoffs. Well I mean they went I they really lost their their only game but still I mean they played well. Um so this team you know it's 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 kind of weird. Um a lot of things could go right. A lot of things could go wrong. One of the, the toughest thing is we have a murderous row of quarterbacks we're playing this year. You could honestly say we are playing the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. We have Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson. Yep. Then we have Dak twice. And Herbert. You got we Justin have, Herbert, to, we start have Herbert to start the season. Yeah. And we have you know, we have Matt Ryan as well. We face a murderer's row at quarterback, and that is going to be really tough. I think this is a team that no team really wants to face, but I do think it's going to be tough for us to get, you know, double-digit wins just based off of the quarterbacks that we're playing. But, you know, this year we have way more weapons, which I'm so excited about because last year literally we only had Terry McLaurin, but this year, you know, we have McLaurin, we brought in Adam Humphreys, brought in Curtis Samuel, Antonio Gibson will have a second year at running back. Antonio Gibson basically last year was first year ever playing running back. He had 33 carries at Memphis. I mean, he didn't play running back, and he was he was very effective and very good. We had the coming out party for Logan Thomas. I expect Logan Thomas this year, as long as he stays healthy, I think Fitz is going to love him. I think Fitz is going to love Terry and Logan. I think if you're a fantasy person, I think you, should, you need to grab those guys because Fitz, Fitz, first of all, loves his number one receiver no matter where he plays. Yep. Um, So but, you know, speaking of fits, you know, there is some concern there. Um, he's going to have some some great games and he's going to have some awful games. I'm fully prepared for that. Um, the offensive line this year, we're, we are starting two different tackles, which is obviously a little concerning. Um, but bringing in Charles Leno from Chicago, he's been a stud. a solid starter for pretty much five straight years now. Um, so I'm not too concerned about him on the right side. I am a little concerned about Sam Cosme. Um, he is a second round pick, but his his measurables are like the second greatest for an offensive lineman ever. Like, I, I, they're incredible. If you want to think like it's insane. Um, so the offensive line should be good, kind of middle of the pack. Um, there are some depth issues that I'm a little concerned about. If Logan Thomas goes down, I mean, that tight end room, there's no one. <laughs> I mean It's bad. Um, and then looking at the defense, the defense is it should be top five in the NFL this year. It really should um obviously we have chase and montez on each end but then again if either chase young or montez goes down the the depth at uh pass rush is very scary where last year you know if either one needed to breathe or anything we threw in kerrigan and it was awesome um but that but that defensive line in general you know we got deron Payne, jonathan allen it's it's just a bunch of first round picks and then we have matt ionitis who backs them up who Last year, got injured, I think, in the second game. But you, the year before that, he had seven and a half. And the year before that, he had eight and a half sacks. As a defensive tackle, as a backup, um, the, the defense is definitely pretty terrifying. I'm a little concerned, slightly concerned about the linebackers a little bit. Um, we've drafted Jamin Davis, who I know you, you kind of got me hip on him. Yeah, um, I'm very hip on him. I, Yep. Um I do like the secondary though a little better than I did last year. Uh, we lost Ronald Darby, but we did bring in William Jackson the third on out of Cincinnati. He is a stud. Yep. Cameron Curl was the seventh round pick who last year as a rookie, seventh rounder, as a free safety, was a massive steal. Um Chase was obviously the stud rookie on defense, but Cam Curl, I mean, I'm not kidding, dude. He was a stud. Yes, um, so I hope understand. he continues. The depth at safety is incredible. I mean, they got Bobby McCain as a – Bobby McCain came from Miami, and he's a backup. I mean, it's kind of crazy. So this defense could be really scary. Um, It's got the potential to literally be top five, top three in the NFL. Um, But all I know with this team, dude, is is loss and (laughs) – Awfulness. That's all I know with this team. So I can't fully believe it. Yet. I really can't. Um, but don't call me crazy, Nate. But I look at this team and the way it's built, the way the roster is made. I, I'm not saying we are, like, the second best team in the NFC because I'm not saying that. I'm not <laughs> saying we're better than the Packers. I'm not saying we're better than, like, the Rams. Or the box, But this buddy. roster... Well, your your bucks is my number one. Yeah, so that's yeah, why I didn't. Fair.
0: <laughs> um,
1: this roster, though, I think is might be the best built roster outside of maybe like the Rams and maybe the Niners to challenge your Bucks. I, I just with the way the defense is built and how you beat teams in the NFL, I'm not saying you know we're better than the Packers and we're gonna finish better than the Packers, but I would say we are better built to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than the Green Bay Packers are. This is a weird team that Can win only eight games, but can scare I think pretty much every team in the NFL.
0: I agree with you almost entirely. I am very high, and I think for good reason. Like I think you know, there's always good. Like I have a hard time, you know, making sure I'm not buying too much into my own team. So I'm I'm gonna try to play the. I want to play the person that can push back on a lot of your stuff, but I honestly can't. I have this team. I feel the same way I feel about the Bills last year, and that was a little bit more obvious than I do with this team, where I do think they win the division as long as they stay healthy, and I think they compete extremely well in the NFC. This football team is extremely good. Ron Rivera knows it. Everybody around the NFC and really around football knows it. This defense is not competing to be good anymore. They're competing to be elite at this point. And he even said it recently where, you know, when you look at his with the 85 Bears he played on, the 06 Bears he coached, really great defenses. You know, the thing he said that kind of differentiated them is the attitude they brought. And he sees that with this football team on this defense. They bring the attitude. The moment they step off the bus, they know they are going to bring it every week and they're if they are going to lose they're going to make sure that they beat the living shit out of you and you remember that you lost to the football team in a very hard game the fo- this team too the other thing that really sets them apart on defense is they don't really have to blitz to get pressure i think they were like the fewest blitzes in the nfl last year when they did blitz they gave up the least amount of yards out of any team in the nfl but they barely blitzed last year and they can bring natural pressure which is a huge benefit In a league where passing, when you're playing quarterbacks, you want to speed up their clock. You want to give your secondary a chance. You can only really do that through pressure. And their ability to bring pressure without even really having to blitzing is an enormous advantage that most teams don't have. Games are generally won and lost in the trenches, in my opinion. Yes, the quarterback position is the most important position on the football field. But that defense line, that offensive line is sort of right there. If you have a shitty one of either one, it is extremely noticeable in your play. So I'm very high on this team. I'm very high on this defense. The secondary is great. You bring in Jackson. That's a huge add. I am big on Jamin Davis. Now, Jamin Davis is not going to be a blitzing linebacker. He's not a guy that can bring pressure. But in a league that is becoming more and more pass-heavy, that is utilizing the tight end position more and more, and you're getting these fast guys, you need a super athletic linebacker. Rivera is extremely good at coaching the linebacker position. That goes without saying. He has an athletic freak in Davis who sideline to sideline is phenomenal. I think he's going to be very good in coverage. He's going to be the guy that if you need to man up kind of a tight end or kind of mirror tight end is going to be able to get the job done, in my opinion. Now, who knows? NFL prospects fail all the time, but I am very high on Davis. I even texted you the night of the draft. I think you oh, guys yeah. are going to end up getting Davis, and he felt right to you. Um, I'm very high on him, and I like the way he sits in this. Bostic is good. I, I, the defense is very good. The team won seven games last year. They won They they won the NFC East, and they had a piss-poor offense. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but it, <laughs> oh it was. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Poor. They were 32nd in offensive efficiency last year, and they went 7-9 and won the division. You can't get much worse, literally, than what they were last year. They couldn't push the ball down the field. I think either Haskins or Alex Smith was like a full yard shorter than the next quarterback in intended yards through the air. Like, it was terrible. You don't have that in Fitzpatrick. Even if Fitzpatrick, which there are concerns, he's getting up there in age, he is very wishy-washy, but even if he's an average quarterback, it is a huge upgrade on the offensive side of the ball, and that should scare the living shit out of some of these teams because this team has the ability to stretch it. You have Curtis Samuel, who's stepping into an offense that he sort of already knows. like He's familiar with the concepts. It's not going to be something like he's learning a new system. You have Scary Terry, who is a nightmare to defend. He's the guy. He's that wide receiver. He's kind of like... and I'm not saying he is Keenan Allen in that in like skill, but he's like Keenan Allen where like most NFL fans I don't feel like really know about him, and they yep. become familiar with him on like a Thursday night or a Monday night, and they go, holy shit, this guy's good. Because I feel like every year the NFL at large is reminded how good Keenan Allen is. That's sort of where we're going to get with Terry here, I think, very soon. We're like, because there's not a ton of press on them, especially on the offensive side of the ball, they're going to get a primetime game or a game where the national media is paying attention, and Terry is an absolute monster. You get... Um, Brown from UNC, who is a huge stretch of the field guy. Um, I loved him at UNC. He was targeted on 40% of his throws 15 yards down the field. Oh, yeah. Or more. So, like, burner. this offense can really stretch it. You mentioned the running back position, extremely strong. So, I'm very high on this team going into this, which is probably not great for, like, <laughs> trying to buck the trend. Um, but it is – it's just – it's a hard team to go, especially in this division, because we're going to get to the Cowboys in a second, who I do not like – it's hard to not back them. They are just, they're just—they're built extremely well. They do have to figure out the quarterback position long term. Otherwise, this whole thing, they're going to waste a great window oh, yeah. of opportunity. But for this year, you upgraded the worst position on the football team and I don't know how you don't take a jump. Yes, you have to play a murderous row, but also just getting into the playoffs, you control your own destiny. You play the entire NFC East at the back end of the schedule. You get Dallas, Eagles, Dallas, Eagles, Giants.
1: That's yeah, a lot of people games. were really upset about that and I was like, i I'm cool with that. I mean, it, it, that's almost the easiest. It's the easiest part of our schedule. And before that, we play the Raiders. Who, I mean, you know. So the end of our schedule is actually like the last five or last six games from December on are all very winnable games. Another division games so they're tough, but they're all very winnable. So I, when people were upset about how that schedule ended like that, I was actually very cool with it. Um, yeah, like you said, the offense last year it was the the, i mean i know the patriots are probably right there with us it was some of the worst quarterback play and just some of the worst execution i have ever seen on offense in my entire life i mean we had players playing wide receiver across from terry that hopefully we won't see on the field at all this year i mean like you <laughs> said we brought in diami brown as well um i just we we have compared to last year where we just had terry and gibson and i guess logan but you know we brought in another another four3 guy and uh, Curtis Samuel and another 4-3 guy and De- Deami Brown. It's a fast offense. Um, yeah. it Fitz is going to push it downfield. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm really high on my Washington football team which is extremely, extremely rare, but I I actually think this team could be pretty damn good. Yeah, and to put it in perspective for fans
0: outside of this, like we're really trying to drive home how bad this offense was. Haskins oh was the least accurate quarterback in the NFL out of 50 qualifying quarterbacks his EPA was ranked last his success rank was ranked last his yards per attempt was last and he played a good chunk of the games and then Alex Smith was the one that was in he was in his intended air yards were a full year full yards shorter than the next closest guy his yards per play were like only beat the Jets I think offense like it was it was bad so even if you get an average Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's a huge upgrade. And with the talent, it's hard to see how you're going to get – even an old Fitzpatrick is going to be able to push the ball down the field. And that was really what was lacking last year
1: at the end of the day. I I mean, yeah. The numbers this year, I mean, hopefully, you know, God willing, health and everything that Terry McLaurin could put up. I mean, we're talking like 100 catches. Like, it it could be big time this year. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: And as you pointed out, rightfully so, and I think if if we're looking for kind of the Achilles heel, there's two. It's depth, potentially, on the defense – and that offensive line has some question marks. The yes. offensive line has some questions to answer. I think they're they can be up to the task. I think they're probably gonna be at the end of the day a middle of the road offensive line. And to be honest, that's just fine in the NFL. If you're middle line yeah. and you have oh, a quarterback yeah. that gets the ball out fast, that's all you that's what you can hope for. Um and because their defense is so good, people I know it's an offensive league, and offense is it for everything. Defense still has a big role. Just put on the tape from the Super Bowl last year. Offensive line went down, played like shit, and you ran into a buzzsaw of a defense. And the greatest quarterback and the greatest offense that everybody's talking about couldn't do <laughs> squat diddly squat. So it is still important. You still have to get stops. You have to keep your team in games. This could be a very, very scary team. I am high on them. I, like I said, I am betting them, as long as there isn't major injury in, in season, uh, preseason, knock on wood, I am betting them to win the division. Yeah,
1: I'm with you.
0: Yeah. All right. There we go. Crazy. I like that. And I, I am high. I did put it down. Oh, and I forgot. Added Adam Humphreys. Fits perfectly Great. in the slot. An insanely reliable weapon. He he played for my Bucks for a while there. I was sad to see him go. We just didn't have room for him in the wide receiver um, room. But he is also a very solid at. So, like, once again, there is depth. It's just that defensive line, there are some concerns there um, from the depth standpoint. But... I mean, it's also terrifying Chase Young says the game is slowing down for him. That might be the most terrifying. Oh, thing.
1: Chase, I mean, it's just the third play last week, third play of the game. I mean, he's all over Camden in the back. I mean, he's just an animal. He's an absolute animal.
0: So, all right, I, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say about your football team here before we go, but that is...
1: No, oh, man, I'm excited.
0: I, I would be as well. Also, where are you at with the names? I saw there was like eight names up there. I, I'm not going to lie, I don't like a lot of the names that were on that list.
1: I don't like a lot of the names either. Um, I... I could deal with... I don't even know if the name was on this list. I think it was. I could kind of deal with Commanders. It was. I'm okay with that. Commanders is okay. Uh, but the only thing is, like, there's no... There's no... Um, there's no, uh, God, what am I trying to say? No short version of it. What are we going to call them? The commies? I mean, we can't do that. <laughs> so that's an issue. I like to have a short version. You know, you have the Bucks. When it was yep. Redskins, we had skins. Like, I like a short version. So that's kind of an issue.
0: That is. For those listeners at home, the names were Armada, Brigade, Commanders, Defenders, Presidents, Red Hogs, Red
1: Wolves, Washington football team. I think Red Hogs is hilarious. I think that could be a funny one. <laughs> 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 but, um,. Yeah, and I actually – I don't even hate Washington football team, but um,
0: – I don't even – it's it's grown on me for sure.
1: I know, like, I've heard that from a marketing standpoint, they hate that, like, when it, like they look on, like, the bottom of this TV screen and it says they're, like, football team. which right. I get that. So, but – Yeah, I, I could do Commanders, but, yeah, I don't know. It's still tough.
0: The Red Hogs gives you a short one. You just call them the Hogs, but, you know. The Hogs, it's not, yeah. Eh, that's not bad. It could be worse. All right, we'll see where that goes. But, yes, I'm high on on the football team. They are my team this year. Them and, like, the Chargers that I – well, I mean, it's hard for the Chargers to take a big leap. But, like, are that team that just kind of surprise – exceed expectations is sort of where I'm at. A team that I do not think is going to exceed expectations. A team that every year – it's just like putting a new coat of paint on a shitty apartment. They're the same thing every year. The Dallas Cowboys, they are targeted. Their win total sitting at 9.5 wins. They're plus 350 to win the East. Every year, I feel like we're saying the same thing. Great offense, bad defense. They are always hyped on the offensive side of the ball. The defensive side of the ball always has questions. They basically just swapped pretty much the exact same version of coaching. Mike, <laughs> I was literally GCN. just about
1: to say that.
0: <laughs> like, exactly the same. I am so over the Cowboys. They they are America's team, and the fact that we all are just love
1: ripping them apart. Yeah, I mean they're they're the most fun team to kind of laugh at and see, you know, go down. Yeah, I mean I don't love this team either. It, like you said, it kind of seems like a typical Cowboys team. A lot of a lot of talent on offense, uh, pretty much nothing going for him on defense. I mean, a little bit, but not, not much. Um, they kind of, and they had a lot of the similar same similar issues as the Eagles last year uh, along the offensive line, a lot of injuries, a lot of people coming back from season ending injuries. Um, I'm sure they'll be fine, but you know, that's something at least to be a little bit concerned about um, Tyron Smith is Tyron Smith is no longer, you know, like that top three tackle anymore, yeah. um, which is fine, but he, he can still play. Obviously the, the wide receivers, I mean, as about as good as you can get. I mean, yeah. right after the Buccaneers, that that's pretty much as good as you can get. Um, everyone that's been watching Hard Knocks, uh, I'm, I'm I'm on the bandwagon of C.D. Lamb. I'm sure you are too. C.D. Lamb oh, yeah. will be a stunt. Uh, I mean, there's no doubt about it. C.D. Lamb, yeah. I think he's poised to have a a huge year. Um, but that, other than this this past this past season with the Bucks, a lot of times the teams that have the best wide receivers don't that doesn't really translate to wins a lot of times. And I kind of think that that's just kind of the case of the Cowboys, the defense. I mean, they're still doing really nothing about it. Bringing in Micah Parsons is exciting. I like Micah Parsons. Um, I like him a lot on hard knocks. He seems fun. He loves football. Um, So that's exciting, but just the secondary is going to struggle. Like always, they'll probably get ran all over. I mean, this, I mean, outside of, you know, DeMarcus Lawrence, I, I, and Randy Gregory, that defensive line, especially their tackles, I don't really know who any of those people are.
0: Dude, they couldn't stop a nosebleed in between the tackles yeah. last year. It was bad.
1: I and I I don't really know who they those players are, and I I yeah. know football very well. And I looked at those names, and I was like, I don't really even know who they are. Um, we'll see how Zeke does. Zeke, uh, obviously. There's getting a lot of wear and tear on his body. I know he's still young, but he's has a lot of carries in his career. Um, he does seem to be in a little bit of better shape this season than last season. And I will say on hard knocks, this is pissing me off, but he's such a big stupid. He's hilarious. I like him. And it's annoying because I used to hate Zeke. I never saw this side of Zeke. He's funny. He really is. He seems to just kind of have a good time. He's immature and kind of stupid, but he's funny. Um, Dak Prescott, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, he, he does not <laughs> seem like a friendly guy. To me. That kind of surprised me. He doesn't really even seem to be friendly towards his his other quarterbacks really. He no. likes Zeke. He just seems like a dick. I don't like Dak Prescott. He's, <laughs> not that I, this has anything to do with the pod, but I don't really like him. He seems like a dick.
0: <laughs> it's fair. I was gonna say he seems to be friendly with the starters and that's about it. Everybody who's not a yeah. starter, he just doesn't he, seem he to
1: disrespects them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> very much so. Um, He's the popular kid who only hangs out with the popular people and that's about it. Like, and he just trashes everybody else. Um, (laughs) It is, they are in a tough spot because uh, offensively, I could say the same thing with the Eagles as uh, I did, or I could say the same thing about them like I did with the Eagles. It's hard to judge them because of all the injuries. But it's also not really because their coaching staff isn't completely new so the tendencies are probably going to stay in the same. Yeah, your game plan probably changes when Zach Deke, or Dak is out like I'm not I'm not going to like he very much makes that offense go and you had 10 out of 22 weeks week one starters sp- spend a decent time on the IR at some point Dak's season gets ended week five the offensive line it was just brutal from an injury standpoint you know Blake Jarwin a tight end who had a ton of promise going into training camp last year he gets injured in week one so there's a ton of injuries but there are things that we know about Mike McCarthy and his offensive style that does not give me hope here because what got mike McCarthy fired in uh green bay pretty much happened last year he runs a boring ass offense that's super vanilla very predictable and they're just they don't you don't, they don't evolve with the league essentially even though he says yeah. he's a big analytical guy he wasn't i mean they ran 70% one under center and they passed 80% of the time from under shotgun it was way above league averages. They didn't have in every like breakdown. They didn't add any type of kind of nuance to the game. They didn't try to throw teams off. They ran into the bo- like as soon as Dak went down, they saw an, a 13% jump in eight man boxes and they continued to be run heavy into those. Like it just yeah. defied logic at some point. <laughs> um, like it it just looks like I don't know what you're doing here. Zeke and the other thing too is Pollard had when you look at the numbers, pretty much Project the exact bear. same season as Zeke. Yeah. And you're paying Zeke. That's good. Yeah, Zeke's cap hit is more than Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady's. Like you're paying him to be basically the same as Pollard. His numbers went down. I mean, he is like I'm I'm not saying that Zeke's a bad player, but they went the route that teams go and it doesn't usually pay off. Well, we kind of keep like I do the running back position just isn't valued like it used to be and they overpaid I think Zeke. He's had 1000 touches the last 3 years. He's the only player in the NFL to have 1000 touches in the last 3 years. It's a lot of that's a lot of wear and tear. A lot of wear and tear. And he was a heavy uh touchback in college too. Like his body like I think Zeke, yes, he's in better shape. I think they're probably using more in the passing game, which is where he fits. Dak and him have a great rapport. He does play better when Dak is in the game, obviously cuz defenses have to respect Dak more than they did. Ben DiNucci and you know Andy Dalton and players like that so he does get he gets better there but it's just it's hard to justify that that paycheck he's getting when you look at his numbers last year and you look at Pollard's and they're basically the exact same (laughs) um yeah so so I do have concerns I I wonder is Kellen Moore going to be given more control of this offense, and is he going to adapt and play better? Also, he throws me off every time he comes on the screen. I'm like, how are you an offensive
1: coordinator? You look 12. <laughs> yeah, it is bizarre. It is so, it is bizarre. But, like, with Dallas, you know, one thing I think a lot of people are forgetting, and, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, Dak's coming back. Well, you know what? Last year, before Dak went down, they only had one win, and it was when the Falcons forgot, like, the rule on an onside kick. <laughs> that was really <laughs> Um, they were they were scoring a lot, but they couldn't stop anyone. I mean, Dak was on pace for like six thousand yards, but they weren't winning. So I, I don't yep. see, how, you know, him coming back is gonna you know turn them into this winning team. And also, um, for how long is Dan Quinn gonna be riding? Uh, you know that he coached a defense with four Hall of Famers. Like they act like, okay, like cool. You coached the defense with Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, uh, Cam Chancellor, and then uh, the linebacker that I'm spacing on that's still on their team that I'm totally spacing on. Who am I thinking of? Um, oh my God! Uh, KJ Wright. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, fuck! This is so bad. Now that you said it, this
1: I'm is like embarrassing. Blanking on it as well. Yeah, I'm embarrassing us, but I'll just continue, and you can look it up. But I mean, how long is Dan Quinn gonna be if, like riding? Right, like they're actually Bobby like Wagner, Qu-
0: Good night. Yeah.
1: Jesus. All right. So anyways, there I think like Dan Quinn is gonna like make a big difference. Well, Dan Quinn went to Atlanta and Atlanta had like the worst defense for years. So I, I don't see how Dan Quinn taking over this defense is some big thing. You know, all Dan Quinn I mean, I'm saying I'm not trying to bash Dan Quinn too much, but all I mean he coached one of the greatest defenses ever, and he seems to be kind of riding that thing along for as far as he
0: can. 100%. If you have a fantasy player, if you have a running back playing against the Cowboys this year, start him. Because yep. running backs yep. tear through Dan Quinn's defense, both in pass catching and rushing. They're just not, like, he doesn't do a very good, like his line, he puts his linebackers into terrible positions for coverage, which, by the way, the Cowboys linebacking core is very deep and very good, but they also, once again, have injury issues. Vander can't stay on the field, and Jalen Smith, while he did stay on the field, like,
1: you do wonder about him. Like, uh, have you seen some of the clips from him? He 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 looks to be slowing down a lot, which is sad because you no, know, he did have major surgery. But there were yeah. there were some clips in that preseason game where Jalen Smith, I mean, he looked like he was running in mud. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, Parsons is fast as shit, but that's another yes. unit where there's depth in big names, but like their injuries are adding up, and it's it's becoming apparent that that is that's having a toll on them. Um, yep. This team was bad, too. The other thing is they didn't really do much to address the secondary, which wasn't very good last year. Um, Like, they did get... They did sign Neal, Kwan Neal, but they're going to convert him to linebacker, I think, which it was like... The secondary wasn't very good. They have good players on secondary, but it just wasn't very good... The defense yeah. was 31st in rush defense. You know, they did have some some injuries on the interior defensive line. Lawrence is really good, obviously. Um yeah. they didn't win a, they didn't win against a team that went to the playoffs last year. They had zero wins against playoff teams last year. Um they are going to face six quarterbacks that are ranked in the top ten from last season this season. Like they do play a murder throw quarterbacks. It just I, I just don't. I mean, they they know they 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 did recognize they have a problem on defense. I mean, they put they spent eight picks out of their eleven on defense. Yeah. But that I don't know how much that helps you this season. And like down right. the road, that might be great. But this season, I just their offense is gonna kill it, but I don't see how their defense is gonna keep them in games. And the other thing about predictability, this was the crazy stat. When they had three or less wide receivers on the field, they ran the ball 90 times. Defensive linebackers just have to count the wide receivers and they know what the Cowboys are doing last year. Like it was just like it it's indefensible at this point in time. Um so yeah, I just it's bad. I don't know. I don't think they're very good. I think they're gonna go I don't think they're winning the division. I think they're going under their win total probably. As do I. Yep. It's it's a bad situation. I think once again, it's an overhyped team. And we're just going to be talking about all the talent on the team. The C.D. Lamb comment, I did mean to come back to that. C.D. Lamb is an absolute... Amari Cooper, that's another guy. Injury issues. I feel like he's battling injuries every year. But C.D. Lamb will become the number one wide receiver on this team this year. He's got the 88 on. That man was... uh, He was about as... I'm not going to say sure thing, but a hard-to-miss wide receiver coming out of college. He is a stud.
1: Um, So they
0: do have that going for them. I I will say that. For sure. But the rest of it is... It's concerning, but Dak. Once again, we'll see what Dak is. But Dak also has. I mean, he already hurt himself in training camp. Apparently, did you hear how he hurt himself? No. The rumor is he hadn't warmed up yet, and he was throwing hail mary passes, and he pulled. He pulled something. That's kind of stupid. He, that's that's the rumor. That's what I heard. That he was he was bombing hail mary passes before properly warmed up. Just the rumor, I right?
1: I mean, pretty dumb. <laughs> uh, I mean, even. You're probably the same, you know, at the age of 28 now. Even now, i got to do a good warm-up, dude. You can't give me a football. I can't just hurl
0: it. Dude, my arm starts hurting yeah, if <laughs> I haven't given up a stretch and warm-up. hundred yeah. percent. You need a warm-up. You need a warm-up, Dak. Come on. Yep, that's the rumor. That's apparently what happened, so we'll see. Interesting. But yeah, we'll see about that. He's that injury. We'll see what that ankle, but that's kind of where I'm at. I do not think so. I've got football team. Cowboys are probably going to finish second because just the other two in this division are— are just not as talented, but it's, yeah, I think it's gonna be a close. I think it's gonna be a closer race than most people think for that second place.
1: It's just that offense is, oh, as I, long do as too. I think the giants could be too for like, I think that's very possible.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not very high in this cowboy team. I think it's overrated. Once again, their yeah. salary cap is going to be a disaster in future years. It's, it's a bit of a train wreck. If you're a Dallas fan, <laughs> it is again? Yeah, you're also probably a fan of, like, the Lakers and the Yankees. and Duke basketball. Yeah, Duke basketball. So you find another sport to be all right with. Yeah, you be okay. All righty. Um, I think that's all I have. Um, oh, the other thing was Mike McCarthy's just not – I don't feel like playing for Mike uh, – I shouldn't say that. I'm sure there are people that love playing for Mike McCarthy, but hard knocks have really turned me off to Mike McCarthy. I'm like, this guy's kind of an idiot, I feel like. So yeah, he's <laughs> – yeah, I'm
1: not, not, not high on him.
0: Yeah, not very high. Uh, Alrighty, that's all I got. I don't know if you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up, but that is... That uh, is nothing,
1: gonna... nothing super final, but I did see um, about a week ago, I saw that Fox is going to have a broadcast team of Gus Johnson and to Talib, and that is just going to be a treasure. That is... That's that's one of the best duos you could, you could put together. That, that was a great move by Fox, and I hope that they cover a lot of uh, Washington football team games because that's going to be a fantastic duo.
0: You were the one, uh, I think it was uh, Talib's first game, and you told me to turn it yes. off, and I have to say, extremely underrated uh, color,
1: entertaining, color. but really knows what he's talking about too. Very I mean, good, though. So. Yes, he's <laughs> yeah.
0: very good. And then Gus Johnson, who has the biggest game voice of all time. Oh. Um, yeah, that's an electric broadcasting team. Well yeah. done, Fox. Well, well done. <laughs> very well done, <laughs> to say the least. But yeah, Talib, keep Talib is an extremely good commentator. I was you you pointed me onto that, and he is he's very good, sneakily good. good. <laughs> yes, sneakily good. We could still say that we, we were we were ahead of the curb on that one. I I, I will you say we and good.
1: best and top dressed as well. Yes,
0: like, great suits. Man has style. I did enjoy him as a buck. I still have his jersey. It is a, It is a lucky one. Oh, I bring it out great. for big games. So that that is a, that is a <laughs> jersey we don a lot uh, in this household. He's great. All righty. that will do it for us. As always, peace.